Welcome to For the Love of Anime, a podcast hosted by an unhinged fangirl who watches anime for good-looking characters, balanced out by her gentle co-host, a seasoned anime viewer with more polished insight. Hi everyone, I'm Nancy. I'm Mo. And this is For the Love of Anime. Today we are joined with Bubble Tea from yeah. The Alley. They have a collaboration going on with Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, so these drinks are inspired by... Yours is inspired by Gojo. How does Gojo taste? <laughs> That's weird. It just tastes like milk with coconut. Really? That's kind of boring. It. I expected something more. Okay. But it's sweet. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Well, Gato, he tastes like passion fruit, apparently. Oh, ooh. That doesn't sound good. Sorry. <laughs> Tart. Okay. Tart. But yes, but we're not talking about Jujutsu Kaisen today. We're talking about my favorite anime, season one of Psychopaths. So, this anime came out in 2012. It's it's a cyberpunk. It's a sci-fi action a detective. There's 22 episodes in season one. And uh, yeah, this is my favorite anime of all time, but really? just season one. Yes, this is my absolute favorite. I've watched Psychopaths three times. That's not it. that much. I love it, but it's it's a lot. Twenty two episodes. I watched it like six times. Okay, but I watched the extended version. Yeah. But we're just covering the normal yeah, we're one. Just covering normal the one. one. Uh, this anime. Okay, I have a long summary. I'm sorry. Bear with me. Um, so in the future, they don't say when this takes place, hey? Like it's uh, just 2115. Oh, okay, okay. So very far so in like the a, future. A hundred years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Japan enforces the civil system, which is essentially how the country is governed. This computerized digital system controls pretty much everything, from the education system to what job you will have, even what music is acceptable. And what I'd like to argue is the scariest and most important point to the series is that it controls the justice system. Dun, dun, dun. So technology determines if you're innocent or guilty. Or does it? That's fucked. <laughs> uh, they do this through what they call a psychopath, which everyone has. Uh, it essentially scans, I don't know if this is right, but it essentially scans your chemical brain balance mm -hmm. for signs that you could be having criminal thoughts. And from there, it will determine your mental state. And if you should be imprisoned, put in an institution, like for therapy, or killed on the spot if you have surpassed a certain amount of crazy. Uh, and if you're like a liability to society, it's like, bye. Uh, that's insane. So therefore, there's like no lawyers or court or anything. Uh, so we get to see this justice system in action through Akane Sunimori, our main character. She's fresh out of school and has a pure sense of justice, and she's thrown into this world of crime aside her co-workers, someone who I would also like to mention in the summary, Shinya Kogumi, her subordinate. Uh, he's been in the bureau longer, but he works under Akane because he is not an inspector like her, which is like a detective. He's an enforcer, which is like her helper who does the dirty work. Uh, the reason I mention him in the summary is because this series kind of explores their contrasting philosophies according to the law and what is right. Him being in it for so long and seeing how ugly it is and her being fresh meat and full of hope, you know, it's very interesting. 
these two differing mindsets are pushed to their limits as they face the main antagonist, a uh, psychopath whose brain chemicals don't change as a criminal. So can this justice system deal with these types of people adequately? And that is what Psychopaths explores. Woo! Okay, Mo, what did you think? Well, I like the show. I, I yeah, watched, you watched it when it, it first yeah. came out. And you rewatched it this time? Yeah. How was that? I think I, this is my third time rewatching it, I think. Okay. I think I rewatched I watched it the first time it came out in 2012 when I was 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I was 15? 15? No. No way you 14. were 15. 14. In 2012, really? Yeah, dude, I graduated in 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like 15, 14, 15. And uh, I was on I was on the cop side, of course, because I didn't know better back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it again because season two came out and I didn't remember anything. And I watched it and I was like, I can see both sides. And then I watch it now and I can still see both sides. Yeah, it's I don't weird. Know. I didn't really take sides. I just... You didn't? No, I just like, I see both, like like you said. And I just like... I'm just here for the story. Like, okay, cool. Well, I was younger. I was definitely was. Yeah, for I'm, sure. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy's the bad guy. He's killing people. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, maybe he's, maybe he's not that crazy. Maybe the world's crazy. All right. Well, I, of course, loved Psychopaths. I think the idea was so sick or sickening. I don't know. Uh, but it's just so good. Because in all realness, can you, can you see this happening? Maybe maybe somewhere like where the gun in, decides your fate in like the future like this whole civil system thing like i know not in america because freedom <laughs> but like somewhere else like i don't know like it's just scary to think about yeah i could see that like mm, mm, to some extent you could probably see it mm-hmm. but not to the extreme that where this yeah. anime went yeah uh but yeah I, I love the premise. I love the characters. I love the setting the is really well, is really good. Yes. Like, even though they seem at peace, it I felt like the environment and like the people were kind of like dead. Like mm-hmm. it just felt so empty. Yes. Like there's yes. no life to them with the system. They're just there living the life that the computer gives them, and the computer gives them everything. Like. Mm-hmm your path of life of your career everything yeah, that's, that's crazy like it was crazy to me that like it controls the music that's acceptable i was like whoa that's that's crazy yeah music is very freeing yeah that's why mm-hmm. they have to control it but yeah uh i loved how the story unfolded i think the dialogue was great i just love how each episode was presented um, it's a very mature anime like if you watch it while you're younger you'll probably understand it but there's a lot of mature content mm-hmm. not i know what you mean like not content wise like it's not like like yeah there's a lot of blood there's a lot of death and all that stuff that's 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 part of it but it's more about the theory behind why the main character is doing this compared to why the main antagonist is doing that mm-hmm. there's just a lot of big theory slash views on the world that is more deep than what the sh- what it is mm-hmm. and it's really great great yes totally i concur 
um uh i think this is a good bridge anime because i don't think it's very tropey no what like there's some scenes like where akane is like crying over nothing and what? stuff she's brand new imagine <laughs> yeah. being thrown into that but like that, there's that one scene where i i don't like after the first episode where kogumi was in the hospital like just rehabilitating after she shot him why well, yeah, well, and I, then she started crying and stuff she shot somebody no, but in the hospital room where like he was she was like oh you give me hope again or something i was like oh my god it's a little cringy but like most of the time it's not so i think this is a good bridge anime she has a good development as a, as a character yes. she grows really well throughout the show okay i want to hear this is she your favorite character or who mm. yes Really? Okay. I want to say that her. was I like think, a little I think, hesitant. I think, I think she's my first, and Kogami is my second, mm-hmm. but they're up there. Okay, okay, okay. It's just uh, that her character growth is just really well written throughout the show. Like mm-hmm. it progressed really nicely through as like a newbie detective to at the end where she is the head detective of the of the department and. Um, Sibley pretty much uh, give her like pretty much full access. I mm-hmm. feel like she's like one of the most important people in in the in the world of Japan at that time. Not even like the press, but just the way she is able to differentiate between good and evil, and still have um, emotions. Mm-hmm. given like to it balanced mind yeah there's a yeah. really balanced mind and that's what the supercomputer slash shibli wants to uh like see and develop from it she wants to evolve the computer wants to evolve more through akane and see what they see it's kind of it's crazy but yeah that's mm-hmm. yeah but kagami is just kagami is like the the very well mature uh, intellect bad boy that you think you're going out with when you actually did a bad boy but he's not that's what he is he's the he's that he's like the bad boy that you want your daughter to date yes yeah and that is why he's, he is my favorite he's very much mat- <laughs> he's very intellectually mature and he's very he's just everything he's really good yes. he's yes. a good guy but he's the bad boy that yeah okay yes like uh with the bad boy thing i think the scene i knew i loved him was um remember when they went to that facility where they made drones or something yeah yeah like it was that episode and like he was like taking down this like giant drone at the end and his face he was like smiling he was smirking in the face of danger. He was loving it. I was like, okay. And that was when I knew I loved him. Ah. <laughs> but aside from looks, like you said, he's a very dynamic character. He is. Like, he wanted so badly to care for justice. But, like, that kind of obedience took his best friend's life and drove him mad. Um, but also, I think, clarified his thoughts on justice. And he developed his own outlook on it. Unfortunately... His new thoughts put him against the system. Yeah. Yeah. He so, yeah. lost his role and became an enforcer, hunting dog. So, I guess we didn't really explain what enforcer. So, there's yeah. inspector, which is like the detective, and then the enforcer, which is like 
you said that they do like the, the dirty, dirty work. Stuff. Yeah. It's so that the inspectors' minds don't get clouded, clouded yeah. with like bad thoughts, so that they can stay in that position longer, so they don't get like psychiatric help or any mm-hmm. of that sort. Yes, they're, yes. They're meant. The enforcers are meant to actually kill. Yeah. Inspectors are not, so that they don't um, cloud their hue, as mm-hmm. they say in the show. But yeah, I don't know. Kogami was an inspector. He was an he inspector. Went, yeah. But then, that because incident, it, uh, yeah. because the best friend died, he went rogue. Yes. I see. <laughs> but it's it's weird. Like even though he went rogue and he's an enforcer now, I feel like his mind is clearer than ever. Like I think he knows who he is now. Ish. Better than before. I, I think he's always had that mindset. That's just the character mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. He's just so intellectually smart. He know he understands himself. That's why him and what's that guy's name? Makishima. See they're yes. like the same uh the same person but opposite coins pretty much. Yeah. They're like the same, they think the same, they have they just understand each other so well. That's why the dynamic of the protagonist and the antagonist works so well in the show. And also, the antagonist is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really well written. It, he's pretty much a serial killer, like you would see, like Ted Bundy, and that. That's pretty much what I thought of him when he, uh-huh. when I, when they were like talking about him, because he, whenever he kills, he doesn't feel anything. Like his, his mental just never goes up and down. And that's what you see in serial killers. They just are normal humans, mm-hmm. but they do unspeakable things which he does so yeah that's how i saw him as like a like a serial killer, like that kind of serial killer like ted bundy like the real charismatic yeah like top punch um serial killer that we had in our world pretty much mm-hmm. that's how i see him yes he was a really good antagonist mm-hmm. uh very <clears throat> yeah i guess if you like death note you like this battle of the minds battle cat the and mouse type thing yeah that was really good Whew. um Okay, do you have a least favorite character? I don't. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I don't. You don't? Everybody's so good. <laughs> they are really good. Um, I didn't like Genoza at first. Mm. Because at first, in the first few episodes, you, he's just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a terrible person. And then... As the story goes further, you understand why he's like this, why he's becoming like this. But in the end, it comes full circles and he still becomes what he didn't want to become. It's just crazy. crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. But in the end, he seems the most happy out of all time, the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. See? So you can't really put somebody like you can just you can't just look at somebody's mind and be like, oh, you're sick. But he's not. He's perfectly healthy. He's he's knows what he is and knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. That's why you cannot use computers to detect if a person's psyche is well adjusted or not. Even in the yeah. first episode, because the first episode there was a girl that was kidnapped, yeah, and uh, she her mental just went out this like completely right? out due to like the situation. Yeah. yeah, and then Akane was like, "You can't kill her. She didn't do anything bad." But the system judged her as she is irreversible. She will go down a bad path if she stays to society. So the gun changed into lethal mode, and was about to kill her, but Akane saved her by shooting Kagami. Yes. Wow. Not lethal. Just a taser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, I told you I don't have a least favorite. But then I don't like Shibli. Shibli. Oh, the, the, the system Shibble. itself. Symbol. Yeah. Symbol. The system, Symbol. yeah. Symbol. Yeah. The Sybil is a character. So you're not, you're like, nah, to this system. No, you're like, nah. I'm not living in this world. Nah. Yeah, me nah. neither. I don't want to live the, in this world. The only part that I'm okay with is to tell me what I want to be. Because I don't know what I want to be in life, man. Yo, it's hard. Nobody knows. Don't worry. It's hard. Yeah, I know. I feel that. Like, if somebody just gave me, like, you're going to be good at this. I'd be like, thanks. I'm going to go do that. <laughs> That's the only part I'm yeah, okay yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel. Because there's a lot of, too, like, see, that's the, that's the issue Akane had. She had too many options. Right, she's like the star student. Because she's the star student. Yeah. She's, she, so apparently there's this, like, SAT, you would say, in this mm-hmm. in this thing where you take an exam and they tell you what you're good for. And most people get, like, one or two options. But Akane got everything. She could choose anything. And she she was like, oh, the only place... Like, how am I know if I'm good at it, if I'm good at something else as well, mm-hmm. right? So, and then she ended up taking the inspector position because she was the only one out of her whole class that uh, was given that option. So, she was like, oh, I must be more valuable there because I'm the only one that got that position. Crazy. Yeah. Well, good for her. <laughs> she did lose a friend, though. Very sad. Oh, let's talk about that. Uh, I want. That's my favorite scene. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's very impactful. It's like, the most impactful thing yeah. in the show. Yes, like I don't, her best friend's name Yuki. I don't hate her, okay, but like when she died, that was my favorite scene. Um, yeah, like it was just so powerful. Like I feel like that scene was like where Akane finally realized like maybe the system isn't perfect. <laughs> um, so you like like man, it was crazy. Like paint the picture. Like there's the antagonist Makashima, and he has a freaking knife to her best friend's throat and he's like he he's like oh kill me and you can save your friend he hands her a handgun or okay. what is it so there's a gun in the show called dominator yes that's what judges if your uh subconscious is clouded or anything like that so when she points that gun at mikishima it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. because his conscious his like soul mind is perfectly normal it's like a 20 and i think it's like if you have an above like 140 then it becomes mm-hmm. a paralyzer and then if it becomes higher than 200 then it becomes lethal but when she does that the system doesn't recognize him as a threat so she can't shoot right and so then, like that was so like she the way that she wants to save her friend she can't because the gun won't register he's bad but like he hands her the gun she hands her a real gun a real gun with like bullets and gunpowder and everything like she probably has never seen this before probably not so yeah probably not yeah i don't think so so like she's just like what the fuck like this is not right but like it's just so crazy that scene because she has the handgun in this hand and the dominator in this one she wants to save her friend and neither of them will work because like i don't she doesn't know how to shoot this one she tries she shot she shot she misses she miss. i don't know if she misses or she just can't handle or she can't handle the pressure of taking that decision over over the computers right i think that's what happened is that she couldn't make that decision because the computer said he was a good guy so she was in limbo between the both decision and couldn't Mm -hmm. understand what she wanted to do and that's what makes the scene so crazy like she's literally like determining like what do i do which is better which is right and like neither of them will work for her so it's just like such an intense scene yeah and then the best friend dies yes so because she misses and the dominator doesn't work her 
friend unfortunately gets her throat slit. Oh my god. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, I think that was crazy the first time I seen it. The first time I saw it, I was in shock after. But like every time I see it again, it's just like, oh my god. Like it's just such a good scene. Like it's so sad, but it's so impactful. It is. And the fucked up thing is after she tried to report it. And then they told her to redo her report and say the dog was fine. Oh, yeah, because the generator was fine. Because Shibli is not what you think it is. Because at the end, you find out it's a bunch of brains. Okay. And it's not a supercomputer. I want to talk about that too, but I first I want to hear what your favorite scene is. Do I have a favorite scene? I think that's the most impactful scene. So yeah. I would say that one. Yeah. Like, it's so... It changes the way Akane thinks. And after that, she yeah. grows as a character again. Mm-hmm. And then that's when she becomes more mature and everything just... Right. Just sets a step forward for her. It's right? kind of crazy. Yeah. It's so sad, but it had to happen. It had to happen. For her to be questioned of the computer system so that she has her own thought again. Mm-hmm. Woo. Rest in peace, Yuki. Ugh. I just remembered another scene that was very impactful and was crazy. Mm. When that girl got beat on the street. Yeah. That was wild. And nobody did anything besides record. Crazy. That's wild. So, yeah. So there was this instant where the clouded people wore this head piece that made it so that Shibley couldn't see them. And you just see this guy beat up this girl with a hammer on the on on in the middle of the street in the in front of everybody, and it's crazy. And the computer can't do anything because it doesn't recognize that person as, uh, like clouded psychopath because of their because helmet. Of the helmet. Thing, yeah, that's it's wild. And then pretty much anarchy unleashed for like the next two episodes of like, and then they have to like get the system back and like get everybody back to being controlled that was yeah that was crazy oh that's what this anime is so good it it goes there you know like it will take it there (laughs) yeah also yeah like if you like a character you don't know if they're gonna die there's no plot armor except maybe the two main characters yeah okay yes so i want to talk about the brains the Uh, brains okay well like do you have criticisms Oh, I don't know. Cause like this is this was kind of my criticism. Like I I kind of get it with the brains, but like I also I'm like, what? <laughs> Cause like they're saying these these brains are like past people, right? Who yes, who also are like Makashima. Where not they... all of them, I would say. Okay. I would say, um, some I don't know what I, they never really specify how much good brain compared to bad brain they are yeah but so <laughs> there's this there's this uh thing that they call asystematic personality and that's what the dominator can't see their their psychopath uh-huh they can't and detect it they can't correctly detect it. and for the system for it to evolve it wants to absorb that brain into its ecosystem so that it can look into that brain and see why psychopath the psychopath didn't work on them or the gun and then be able to use that br- the brain slash 
philosophy slash theory, any of that sort to make a better version of the computer. The computer is not a computer. It's just a bunch of brains. There's like thousands of brains in it. And it's like the craziest thing you see. But then that's what was like, I'm like, okay, like I kind of get that. But like, I was like so weirded out because I was like, okay, so these brains run the system. But like what? Some of these people are criminals. Yes. Some like of what? Them, most of them, a lot of them are criminals yeah. because they are aces. So it'd be like, there'll be like a bunch of good people's brains in there. I don't know how they got that many brains in the first place, but that's there. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you have like this Ted Bundy guy that comes around and you point the gun at him and it shows that he's perfectly fine, even though you just saw him kill somebody. Um, So, so the brains of the system is like, oh, that guy's interesting. Mm -hmm. So we need his brain to become better. So we're going to take it. Okay. But it's like, okay, so these brains are helping govern japan at this point japan. it's so weird it's like well i understand but they're criminals like what do they know what backgrounds do they have in political science so the thing, <laughs> like how are they running japan? the thing is that i'm guessing because the way the system is created they don't have an evil or evil or good brain it's just a brain it doesn't see okay. good it doesn't see evil it just sees the most um like like the most plausible or like the best route that you can okay. take as a society or as a person and that's it there's no evil good mm-hmm. it's just if you're different that's what we need mm, okay okay because society is always evolving and always changing and that's why it also makes a kind of question everything ever because in the first way they told them that it was this perfect system that makes mm-hmm. perfect decision but in the end it's just bunch of human brains that makes like the 98% decision and like they're like oh 2% is wrong but sometimes the 2% will be bad it's kind of weird yeah like I, I I love psychopaths but that was just my one thing is like this scene for me like when they first introduced the brain and they had a whole episode explaining this civil system and I was just like it's a lot to take in what yeah it's a lot to take in but this the setting is great Yes. See, that's why I need to watch everything now. Wow. I want to know what happens. Dang. Because I I feel like this. Okay. Because I read it a little bit. Okay. Okay. It's just that apparently Sybil is expanding. Uh Uh-huh. So it's it's going to other countries. Yes. That's what the movie is about. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would be the opposite. I thought it was going to regress. But now we're here. It's expanding to the whole world. Mm Mm-hmm. And Akane is in jail. Wait, what? I didn't know about exactly. that. Exactly. She in jail. <laughs> She's in jail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but nobody knows why. Right. Because they never showed it. Okay, you know what? I'm interested yeah, too now. Why she's in jail? <laughs> season three, she's in jail. That's why she's not there. That's why there's two new characters in season three. Maybe she's too woke. They're like, lock she, her up. She is too woke. <laughs> so apparently, in the newest movie that just came out called Providence. Which is non-canon, okay. So I don't know how, how, like, I don't know. How, it's non-canon, so that means that it's not true. It's not real in the world. Okay, okay. But in that movie, Akane shoots the director. 
oh, on national TV. Okay. All right. On national TV. Pop off. <laughs> and then because she knew that the chief was a robot, as you can mm-hmm, see in the mm-hmm, first mm-hmm. season. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Dude, it took me so long to find this answer. Like, it was crazy. I was Googling. I was like, I had to go through forums to finally find one article that actually talked about Providence. Because everybody was like, because the season three came out like 2020, uh-huh. like a couple of years ago. And everybody was like, no, nobody knows why she's in jail and all that stuff. I was like, damn, what the, what the hell? Oh, okay. But then, see, if Providence is canon, that's why she's in jail. Mm. But if Providence is not canon, then we still don't know why she's in jail. And we're waiting for season four. Okay, you know what? Maybe I am open then. Because, like, I've always been worried because, like, Psychopath season one was just, like, a masterpiece for me. I'm like, I wanted to stay here. Like, that's great. But, like, maybe, okay, I'm open to seeing other seasons now. I've watched the movie. Have you seen that? No. I've watched season two. Okay, I've watched season two as well. I don't but remember. I don't remember, it. I don't remember I just remember the new girl that came at the end uh-huh. of season one. I was like, oh, I remember her. I remember something in season two. I remember something about invisible people. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Watch it. It's something like that. I don't um, know about invisible Like people, people invisible to the system. I mean, not like invisible people. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah. See, that's why I'm. That's why I, I have to watch it. But I don't like. They, have now, they haven't announced season four yet. So we don't know if there's an act. So far, Providence is the last thing that comes out. Okay. And there's nothing else announced after that. That was in theaters. I remember earlier this year, I saw it playing in the movie theaters. Yeah, it came out this year. Okay. 2023. Cool. Okay, well. See, that's why I was interested. Because Akan is in jail. That's crazy. Um, I know Kogumi comes back in the the first movie. Does he come back in Providence or not? yeah, he's okay. part of the whole movie in Providence. Okay, okay, I definitely will watch it. And then he comes back in season three. <laughs> because at the end of season... At the end of the movie, he says that he'll get Akane out of jail. Mm, okay. But there's there, no romance in this show. Yeah. I'm sad. There's not. It's, it's Nada. Except between the two girls. Yeah. But that's it. You don't even see it that much. Mm-hmm. But no, Akane and Kogami... Nah. Did you ship yeah, them? Of course. Uh, I, I don't know how I felt. Because, like like you said, it wasn't going that direction, so I didn't feel it. Yeah, it wasn't, but I still shipped them. Yeah. Because they're the main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah, that would have been, like, the cherry on top of everything. Like, if there was romance <laughs> in Psychopaths. I like little romance. All right. Is that your only criticism? <laughs> no romance? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I agree, though. That's a good criticism. Like, y'all give us something. Give me full ship. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel, I feel. But yeah, Ginoza is also a very you know, powerful character because he yes. goes, he pretty much goes full circle. Uh huh. So what happened is he is Kogami, uh, Koga, Kogami's? Kogami's partner, original partner, inspector. Yes. They were together, but then Kogami went to the dark side uh-huh. of the enforcers. But that wasn't the first time that somebody close to Ginoza went to the dark side. His dad went to the dark side also, uh-huh. and he is also an enforcer. So he didn't want to go down that path of becoming an enforcer. But then his dad died, and then he becomes an enforcer. He just goes full circle. Like the first episode, the first scene of the first episode and the last scene of the last episode is the same. Just a little bit different. Wow. 
It goes off full circle. Oh, that like makes my heart ache a little, but like. But he's happy. Yeah. Oh. And he became like a dad. He has a robotic arm too. Oh my god, right! Oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy. He became exactly like his dad who he hated, but invented, but loved. When his so dad sad. died. Oh my god, it was so sad. It was really sad. Oh my gosh. That was the only time he called him dad. Uh, I gotta cry. I loved every character. I I love Kagari. He was the orange hair guy. Oh, dude. The Why way did he, he have to go, man? Because he, he, he didn't... He, he, he wasn't allowed to see the real yeah. truth of the world. He saw the brains. He saw the brains. And Akane is the only one that has the right to see the brains. <sighs> according to the system. Because the system knows that Akane will... Akane knows... The system knows that Akane knows that the system is needed. Yes. For the public. For the safety of the public. Yeah. She's able to separate that. She's able to separate it. That's why she is... That's why she's given so much full access to the whole system. And the system is like, you're not going to tell anybody because it's going to go full riot and you're not going to want that mm-hmm. to happen. So she understands the balance between needed between Shibli and the world. But she still has her emotions. Yes. That's why Shibli so interested into her. I'm sad that they didn't, get, they didn't show any backstory on Kagari. Yeah. All we know is that he was in prison since he was a kid. Yeah. I think... Maybe in season, no, I don't think they're talking no, about it. No, because, oh, man, it was just so sad when he went. And then the the, the other two girls were very interesting as well. Which I forget one? their name. The the one, the dark hair one with the ponytail. What's oh, she's name? in season two. She's, she's still in four. Okay, so. her story was so cool. She used to be uh, uh, in a band. She used to be an authorized band. <gasps> yes, and then she went to the dark, the dark side, bad music. <laughs> She didn't go to the dark side. Well, she, she wanted to she explore wanted to. that music. Yes. And then she got and then, imprisoned. Yeah. And then she came out and then she realized that those people were terrorists. And <laughs> she was like, okay, I'll be an enforcer now. Those people are bad. I don't know. Yeah. But- Crazy. I just, I loved all of them. Oh, man. Okay. Is that, do you have any other criticisms? Mm, no. Yeah, really well either. written. Yes, such a good anime. Oh my god, good show. So good. I definitely recommend Psychopath. Like extremely well written. Love the characters. Love the animation. Um, and like I said earlier, it's a good bridge anime for Western viewers. Like if you're uncomfortable with like the anime, that's you know you just kind of become a seasoned anime viewer. Then you appreciate all that stuff. But if you're not, I think this is good. Uh, uh, if you love dystopian, futuristic crime, it's kind of like cyberpunk. Yes, right. Yeah, if you like cyberpunk edge runners, yeah, try this. It's pretty similar. It's not similar, but it's like the same kind of setting, setting. Yeah, of like this dystopian future where computers are like the the thing. Well, I guess that's all I have to say about psychopaths. Do you have anything else to say, Mo? No. Alright then. Well, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.